0: Hold one, arm drag. As God is my witness,
1: he is broken in half. Brett screwed Brett.
0: Hold two, arm bar. I did it for The Rock. Shut your mouth, you thong-wearing fatty. Hold three, the moss-covered, three-handled family gradunzel. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Number four. Armbar! It's a different kind of high tonight for Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero gets his redemption. Eddie Guerrero has exercised his demons.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Los Marcos Podcast. My name is Varro, I am one third of Los Marcos, and with me, as usual, the Burnside Bully and the new, the newly reformed. Vegan Oscar,
0: what's up, guys? I mean, we here, we in these streets, trying to keep this vegan shit going. Not too many options down south. Just had a vegan pop tart, so you know, we making th- we making things happen. A vegan pop tart, wow! It's not really vegan. I put I put um, celery on it and said it's vegan.
2: <laughs> Wait, you put a celery on pop tarts, bro? Like
0: what? Yeah, bro, I had to make it vegan somehow.
2: Yeah, bro, I don't know what you're doing, but <laughs> what the fuck, bro? This some like shit.
0: I have some leftover celery from from my Buffalo Wild Wings. I mean, what? Ridiculous. Ridiculous. <laughs> okay. a- every week it just gets worse. <laughs> I'm here to make y'all laugh. Every
2: week, it just gets worse. What is
1: this? So what's, up, what's up with you, Kels, Since we don't want to talk about Oscar's new lifestyle.
2: Oh, no, no, we can talk about it. I just feel like he's just out of control. <laughs> like he's putting celery on Pop Tarts. Like, what kind of shit is that? So, no, no. I don't know where he's at right now, but he needs to stop and come to his senses.
1: So us, uh, us uh, so ne- next uh, <laughs> next show we go to. What are you? What are you going to eat there?
0: I'm going to bring my own um, package <laughs> vegan meal. Because if you don't meal prep, are you really living? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like. I don't like this new Oscar. To be honest, yes, I'm not. I'm not here. I'm not here to be liked. I'm here to win championships.
2: All right, well, you know,
0: I'm winning. I'm trying to. I'm trying to claim the ladder of success and get my money in the bank briefcase of life. Oh my god.
1: Hmm.
0: I've also been listening to more Tony Robbins to inspire me. This, is, this,
2: this guy's is, going places. This is terrible. <laughs> I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I'm not mad at it. <laughs>
1: look, look what
0: your fat, look what your fat shaming did. It has nothing to do with his fat shaming. Broken, broken as, off as, as stated in the last episode, Cal's has been fat shaming me since he saw me in a Dickies outfit in 2008. I didn't,
2: I didn't fat shame you. I just asked you why you're wearing Dickies if you live in New York. It was just a question. Lies. Like, granted, I had like gray skinny jeans and a bright blue champion sweater, but you know, teachers is own. You know, because I was wearing color skinny th- skinnies before it was a thing, but you know, these are facts. <laughs> Trend setter. I, c- I had to carry the burden of the cross Before it was accepted But it's okay Nobody nobody remembers um, the real martyrs
0: But they're going to remember Daniel Bryan
2: And his vegan gimmick It's kind of it's, it's kind of getting there That's later on in the show We're going to discuss that But um I think Varro you have an announcement
1: right? If, if I'm not mistaken Yeah we have an announcement Just want to say that Los Marcos podcast is a democratic podcast and the top three segment of the podcast was put up to a vote whether to cancel it or not and I have been outvoted
0: and the top three segment is no more <laughs> <laughs> so little Jimmy also had a vote but he also said no so
1: the that, the I don't know about that
0: little, but, little Jimmy always has a vote
2: but, you not can't, you can't make it seem like it was, like, an irrational decision. You know, we we discussed. There's just a lot of things going on in wrestling.
1: Yeah, and, th- there's uh, a lot of stuff happening. You, you can't rob come the back.
2: listeners of that important stuff. Maybe on slow days we could do it.
1: Maybe it'll be like Vince, you know? He dies every, every like, five, four, years, five years. And then he comes back. So maybe the top three segment will be back.
0: I mean, it'll be special, like, when they brought back the shield. Except Kurt Angle was there. So it might not be special. <laughs>
1: or when DX finally reunites. And we Nobody might even works. throw Oh wait, that already <laughs> happened like
0: 40 times my it, bad. We might we might even throw little um glow sticks that say top 3 on them. You <laughs> never know. Or a glow stick in a number 3 form. Or a pancake that's got top 3 etched in it. Mm. Since since New Day can't throw all pancakes anymore, maybe we can throw pancakes. And since we have a culinary expert with us, there'll be great pancakes.
2: (laughs) This is is true. We do do have a
0: culinary expert
1: on the pod.
2: Yes, a a self-hating culinary expert, but it's okay. (laughs) To Uh, any of the pod listeners, if you want to get into food, don't don't do it. Just quit while you're ahead. Damn. Become like a IG influencer or something. Just do something better with your time. And
0: speaking of IG, <laughs>
1: oh, okay. that's, that's, what, that's
0: what we're not going to do. <laughs> speaking of IG, you guys need to look up hashtag hashtag vegan foods. You'll get new, exciting recipe ideas. Wow, that's what—that's where I was going with that. I was not going anywhere else with that because it's not like we pre-game for thirty minutes deciding what we're going to talk about on the show.
1: You mean pre, pre-production?
0: pre <laughs> I like calling it pre-gaming. It reminds me of the good old days.
1: Uh, the good old days when you don't get hangovers.
0: I mean, I don't get hangovers, but that's another point for another day. Pedialyte. Mm. Advanced care is all you need. Well, hey, let's talk about what's <laughs> been going on. <laughs> the, in professional. The, free ad,
1: the free ad of the week?
0: That's the free ad of the week. Let's talk about what's been <laughs> going on in professional wrestling in the past week. All right, so much well, stuff.
1: We're gonna start off. A million
0: off things going on
1: with the High Beast promotion. AEW had their 40 fan outdoors. Wow! In in the Jaguar Stadium parking lot press conference. That yo, Kells. That that press conference wasn't sad.
2: Um, that press conference it was, was not. It was not it sad. Was, of the news that we got and all the information that we got and all I mean, the talent that we got to see. There like, were sad like
1: forty people there. See, but the, the weight is... but the weight of like eight hundred people there. <laughs> see <laughs>
2: now, now now the thing is is that
1: <laughs> you you're saying that and I'm saying that Yo. marks are fat.
2: <laughs> when, when, I was, when I was watching it, I was wondering if this was a case of Marx just being fat Marx or if it was just the state of Florida because Florida got mad fat people. So I'm going to let the people who showed up to the AEW event slide because most of them might have just been Florida people who are on like social security and disability and have nothing better to do. And we're like, I'm just going to show up to this event because, <laughs> you know, I'm going to give Marx benefit of the doubt and say that they have jobs. Because AEW holding a press conference on a Tuesday at, like, 9 in the morning in the middle of a parking lot. It was kind of carny. There was, like, a carnival aspect to it with that shit.
0: Well, I mean, that's the root <laughs> of professional wrestling, though. It's, it is a carny act, so maybe they're trying to go back to the good old days of Florida Championship Wrestling and all the great promotions that come from the state of Florida.
2: Why don't you throw some Jim Crow in there, too? Don't forget.
0: The you mean Jim thing. Crockett?
2: No, Jim Crow.
0: <laughs> Jim Cocker Productions got it. Roger. The
2: the good old days when us uh, Latinos and other minorities wouldn't have been able to have an amazing podcast. You know what I'm saying? Because we wouldn't know how to read and shit. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but uh, yo, Oscar, what are you doing? Are you out, what are you doing?
0: I'm freezing is what I'm doing.
2: Are you outside? Yes. You know. <laughs> This this is this is the the cost, cross and the burden that Oscar has just decided to choose for this podcast. He's outside for you guys, so you listeners don't criticize him. He's freezing his butt off to be able to give you some hot takes and some uh, wrestling jokes. But uh, Varo, do you want to like start off with all the news from the press conference? Uh, yeah,
1: I'll take a shot at it. <clears throat> all right. So the main takeaways from the press conference we got. The official roster for AEW as of now. They have Cody and Brandy Rhodes, the Young Bucks, Hangman Page. They got Pac, aka Neville. He did like a little guest appearance at the press conference. I think he got in uh, Hangman Page's face and said that he was going to be the first AEW champion. Um, they got Dr. Britt Baker, MJF, aka Maxwell Jacob Friedman. He's the douchebag with the fake Burberry scarf. They got (laughs) Joey Janela, Penelope Ford. They got SoCal Uncensored, who that consists of Christopher Daniels, Frankie Kazarian, and uh, Scorpio Sky. And they got Chris Jericho, who was also at the, the really tacky press conference. More details on AEW. Tony Khan will be the head of creative and brandy rogues will be the chief brand officer we talked about it last week that brandy rogues is gonna have like a like a big important role in aew we just didn't remember what the position was called and she's gonna be the chief brand officer um you can talk about the other stuff Hmm? Oh, oh yeah um
2: so with that being said, that she will be the chief brand officer. There are certain decisions that her and Khan have made, and certain things that they have discussed. So, um, for example, <clears throat> Khan talked about the wrestlers are going in AEW will have a lighter schedule, and they will be receiving some sort of health insurance. Um, male and female talent will be paid equally but that does not mean that everybody will be paid the same so obviously kenny omega would make more money than a jobber but if there was like a female signed to AEW who was on the level of kenny omega she would make equal amount as him because of her drawing power um hbo was there to film press conference footage because apparently they're going to be doing a documentary on AEW and supposedly they might be filming some footage for double or nothing one of the most important things that i did like is that aew is going to have pyro so you know wwe because of budget they cut pyro so AEW is going to have pyro which is good which means we probably will see some more chris jericho pyro shenanigans
1: well, they, they so, had a bunch of it at, at the end of the press conference. Yeah, bro. In, up. in the middle of the day, like, can't really see it. So, but okay, Pyro
0: means to me Bill
1: Goldberg. They have reached out to him, so. I don't think Goldberg Never had know. Pyro. He had, like, club sparklers. Yeah, those little sparklers they give us on <laughs> Christmas or New Year's. Or, when, little kids, we go, remember? The little or when we sticks. go to La Boom. <laughs> oh, the bottle girls? <laughs> Yeah, he <laughs> just has a bunch of bottle girls letting introducing him into the ring. <laughs> <laughs> instead, of
0: guards, the instead of security guards, instead of security guards, he just has bottle Shout out, girls. shout out to all the bottle girls in New York City. No, no shout out to them. They don't do anything. <laughs> they don't. They give me their numbers, and I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> Listen,
2: <laughs> I don't care about Bottle Girls. Eh? Bottle Girls serve me no purpose. Because when I order bottles, I don't get chasers. I drink my liquor straight. And they serve me no purpose. So walk Ooh. away. Bring me my bottle and walk away. You shouldn't be able to get automatic gratuity for doing nothing.
0: You know what I'm saying? Yo, someone's got to do it. Whatever. And I don't want Pablo that just came from Nicaragua to bring me a bottle. Stone it out there. That's
2: fine. I don't care. Just bring me the liquor. I don't care who brings it. It could be. It could be. It could be a three hundred pound girl. I don't care. Uh, I. I think Kelsey you, you would care. <laughs> 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 three hundred pound girl. She'd probably bring me a cheeseburger with the bottle too. So you know. Lit. And
0: then, Kel, then Kel's would would podcast of next week talking about you know what I have a re- you know what I have a problem with three hundred pound bottle girls. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't <laughs> Nia Jax is dressed like a fucking bottle waitress, and she's three hundred pounds.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and we you, have a problem. And you talk shit about her
2: every. We threw her, <laughs>
1: threw her in the trash.
2: I threw her in trash because she kills people,
1: and
0: then because she's fat.
1: Oh, like, really? we'll we'll talk about that Nia Jax shenanigans later.
0: Because <laughs> um, she cannot stay out of the fucking headlines for all the wrong reasons.
1: Yep. Um.
0: Let me see. What else? Uh, AEW
2: is currently negotiating with two TV networks. Um, supposedly, a lot of the unhappy WWE talent is waiting to see what kind of TV deal AEW gets. Um, there was a, a tweet the other day by Ty Dillinger where he tweeted like a date which coincides with one of AEW's dates. So maybe Ty leaves a, a WWE and some other people. They have some shows slated for July and September. Um, In regards to talent, WWE made an offer to the Bucks, but they turned it down. Um, The interesting thing about the Bucks' deal was that the Bucks were apparently given a clause in their offer where they could walk away after six months if they didn't like the way they were being booked, which is very interesting. Because apparently Kenny Omega was also offered something by WWE, and he said no. But Kenny had no creative control in his contract offer. Um, Billy Gunn has been announced as the first AEW match producer. And, you know, I think also in that type of news, the last thing that's connected to AEW, which is like New Japan, Kushida is definitely leaving NJPW. He's not signing with AEW. He's going to go to WWE. And his last match is January 29th against Tanahashi. So, that's all the news in regards to AEW.
0: So, that means you'll be in there for the February pay-per-view, which is what? No Mercy still? Backlash? the fuck is What's the February pay-per-view now?
1: Oh
2: Kushida? Nah, Kushida's going to um, NXT or two. Oh, he's I'm, going straight to NXT? Okay. He's going straight
1: to NXT. Kushida's the one with the, the Back to the Future gimmick,
0: right? He's a, he's a Japanese one, bro. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah, he has
1: the Back he, to the Future thing, he's right?
2: The Back to the Future guy. Okay. He, he wears the red vest and the blue shirt. So, but that's good that he's going to NXT and not Two O Five Live,
1: which is good. Yeah, they they so, can build them up and then mess them up on the main roster. I mean,
0: but look what Two O Five Live has done. It's created Mustafa Ali, and that's it. But it's created, it's given us Mustafa Ali. So. That's one that's one champion.
1: He did that by himself. I mean, yeah, I, I didn't watch 205 Live.
0: I mean, I watched it for him a whole one time.
1: <laughs> exactly. Such a revolutionary over <laughs> here. I think, um, you know... Yeah, I, I, I never watched 205 Live because of Mustafa Ali. I like him, though. He's good. So, this AEW stuff, like, so there's a bunch of, like, all these talent are dropping, like, cryptic tw- tweets and stuff. Who do you... Who do you guys realistically think would leave to go to AEW? Because a lot of these guys complain, but they're comfortable. Like, they're getting paid. They're, like, getting to travel. I don't know how how much they want to leave.
2: If AEW is offering guaranteed money. Because they're offering guaranteed money. Like, Jericho's contract is, like, three years guaranteed. The Bucks contract is five years guaranteed.
0: It's because, I mean, Khan's money is long, so. Pause. So, you know. (laughs)
2: You know, if you got all that money, he's paying. He's bringing the bag up. Plus, they're gonna have like health insurance. You can't not that. So, yeah, health insurance thing. is health a big
0: insurance. thing that WWE does not offer because they are contractors, and contractors don't get paid. To, uh, get insurance. So I, I, I feel like Khan did the great the the right thing by giving his um his workers insurance because I mean this is a it's a crazy new world you live in.
2: I think everybody I think mostly you'll have some mid card people leave, but I don't think any of the superstars are gonna
0: leave. Yeah, I feel like who's really gonna go over there? Like Heath Slater and Co? Like it's really just gonna be mid card people or lower mid card people. I, I don't think Heath Slater would leave. I just make I, I mean people like in his fucking Yeah yeah, like like his, status. His
1: level? Right, yeah.
0: Zack Ryder ain't going nowhere.
1: I can see him testing the waters.
2: What is with you guys in this Zack Ryder shit?
0: I I support um local wrestlers, which is I feel like Enzo and should go to AEW. Oh
1: God! <laughs> so Pac can shoot and like beat the shit out of him for
0: real. Um, I only acknowledge one Pac, and he's in Cuba chilling. <laughs> Conspiracy asks. I right, kill across. He's um, someone that should go over there and fucking throw the bag at him, make him fucking world champion. Um, who's gonna leave? Instagram. guaranteed
2: money. But nah, I think that they're they're you know they're smart. They know what they're doing. Um, it's it's kind of insane though that WWE is making these offers to people and they're still trying to like lowball people or not like in certain aspects. Like, how are you gonna offer Kenny Omega all this money and then tell him you're gonna have no creative control over your gimmick? I don't give a fuck how much money you give me. But if you if I have a character like Kenny's, I would not sacrifice that for the bag.
1: Maybe they're just negotiating. Nah,
2: he said he. There's, Meltzer said he's not going.
1: Yeah, I think that,
2: that there's no way he signs with them.
1: Everybody just assumes he's going to AEW.
2: Well, why wouldn't he? He's gonna be with his friends. He's gonna make a lot of money.
0: He's and gonna then be
1: Marty uh, squirrel squirrel is gonna join them too, right?
2: I think Marty's contract ends on the thirty first. So yeah.
0: What He'll about Marty
2: Janetti? Well, I don't know because Marty's. <laughs> Cause, Cause, Marty's girl went to it, He um, he just started like a, a faction today
1: so, in New Japan,
2: in Ring of Honor. Uh, Ring of Honor. Yes, Oscar. I know you mentioned Marty Jannetty because it's the 25th anniversary of when he threw himself through a barbershop window to save
0: Shawn Michaels. What a coward! What These a are cow- facts. coward! He literally threw <laughs> himself through that. He felt like the Shockmaster. Hey, he threw himself through the through
2: the um through the window. Everybody knows that. <laughs> No, that's no surprise there. Anybody who says otherwise is just uh, like a Sean Michael, uh, Marty Gennetti show. Which, uh, so, those exist? There should never be a Marty Gennetti <laughs> show. There's always that one Marty Gennetti person that's like, Marty Gennetti would have been great if he could have got his life together.
1: If, if well, you're well, a Marty Gennetti show, I, I,
0: I agree with that though.
1: If you're a Marty show, add us on Twitter <laughs> at Los Marcos Pod so I can block you.
2: Cause. And if you're and if you're fat, please add us as well because I can give you exercise and health tips.
1: There you go. You know, trying to
2: change lives.
1: Health, changing lives. <laughs> One fat person of the time. There you go. Yeah, that should be the name. That. All right, that's the name of the episode today. <laughs> 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 All right, moving moving on from uh, AEW. We're gonna move on to my my area of expertise, the WWE. Um WWE had some things happen this week. They are trying out Tino Sabatelli as an announcer. If you guys don't know who Tino Sabatelli is, he is an NXT guy and he used to be he used to be an NFL football player. He um he keeps getting hurt though, so I think They're just trying to see if they can get anything out of him. He was part of that NXT show they did on the network. I think it was called Breaking Ground. Like, they concentrated on his character and his development as a wrestler. I think the guy is, like, a decent talent. And he's, like, the perfect Vince McMahon guy. Like, I can see why Vince doesn't want to get rid of him. So they're going to give him a shot as an announcer.
0: You guys, what do you guys think about Tino? Tino? I don't know. He's just... He, he's an Italian. He's not from New York. I don't know what to think.
2: Um, he has a couple matches. Like, he has a match with uh, against Heavy Machinery. But he hasn't really had that many chances to get out there in the ring. But, you know, and he played for the Chiefs. Shout out to the Chiefs. Shout out to Patrick Mahomes as he cooked this weekend. But, um, no, he, like you said, uh, he's got the... He, his look is insane. Like, he's he's definitely a Vincent Man guy. But... I think that if and they put I mean, him to do,
0: I mean, you no,
2: know I'm saying if they put him to do like media and stuff is good because the WWE needs more like commentators and more interviewers. I'm tired of seeing the same people backstage, so to have more talent and then like they, like they're building more stuff. So you know NXT UK, NXT 205, they have all these different places where they can throw him and he can gain experience. But I I think that's really nice of WWE that. The same thing with Jason Jordan, like, apparently Jordan, because of his injury, he's doing now, like, producing matches, he's in the back. So, it's nice that they don't fire people just because they're injured, and they give them a chance, and they use them to do something else. Because you never know, somebody could be very good at something else. But I didn't know he was that old, though. He's 35.
1: Yeah, he he played a couple of years in the in the NFL, from 07 to 2011. So, yeah, he's up there. And he, he I think he tore his pec. peck. That's hard to recover from. But, yeah, he... The guy, the guy can like talk, so he'd be. I think he'd be okay as an announcer, and he's like a perfect heel. He's like a douchebag. You know, he's Italian. Yeah, you, know? you don't like him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the women, though. <laughs> to what? So what? Italian women? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm about to say, I hope there's no fucking negative comment towards that. I uh, hope not. Fucking marks. they wouldn't know what one's like (laughs) i'm sorry i love y'all marks i'm sorry That, that was my cows moment
1: all right next um triple h stated that some talent may never leave nxt because because wwe is looking to make nxt a global brand and you can see that with the uk branch of nxt and I think there's the the a Japan, Japan branch of NXT coming soon. So um, I I like. The New York like...
0: branch? Is <laughs> this Evolve?
1: Basically. Which I will be going to this Friday. Kel's waiting for you, but.
2: Wait, wait, what? What? What happened? What? What?
1: what? Evolve. The Evolve show on Friday?
2: Yeah, when hold like, on one second.
1: Gargana will be at.
2: Let me, look, let me check my schedule real quick. See if I work on Friday. Let me tell my. I, 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 won't sh- be,
0: I won't be there, gentlemen. What time is the show? Uh, I think eight o'clock.
2: Nah, I can't make it. I work. I work till seven. It's like some.
1: Is it Alaboom? No, right? Nah, it's at some church in Brooklyn. Nah, I got it got some... might be the.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's not the one we went to before us. Oh, okay. It's some other one in be- around Bensonhurst. All right, but, okay, so I'll I'll talk about the Evolve event next week, guys. All right. But shot this um wrestler's not leaving NXT. I, I like the move because some guys are, like, good. At, they're, like, name-brand name, name brand guys on NXT, and then they get called up to the main roster, and they disappear forever. Like, Ty- Tyler Breeze. Uh, we'll talk about Sean later tonight.
0: Almas.
1: <laughs> Breeze, Breeze was good on NXT. The selfie stick gimmick thing was working. He got called up. He had a run with the fashion police and Fandango, but now he's gone again.
0: Adam um, Rose.
1: Ty Dillinger. Was Adam Rose big in NXT? I, I think he was trashing he NXT got popular. and the main roster. Nah,
0: he, was, he was a little popular. Was he? Nah, uh, yeah, nah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, he got popular at the main roster a little bit and that was it popular is like what, what popular with you like a one minute pop he, he had his <laughs> he, he had a bigger pop than Brian Christopher when he came back damn <laughs> 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 <fucked up>. oh.
1: <laughs> but um, yeah I think some of the NXT guys get called up I guess they're like forced to call them up because they stay there for so long but if they're gonna do this and be like oh we're a global brand they have an excuse to keep him in NXT and just let him be.
2: No, I think it's a good move because it's always like it's pretty good because you can do cool stuff. So, like for like for example, when they had um, Tyler Breeze come down the other day and fight Ricochet for the title, you can just move people around because NXT can have like their own storylines and their own separate stuff. So it's pretty good. I, I like this.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. And some some guys, they just they just can't. Shine in the main, the main event, the main level. So it's better they stay there, you know. Triple A, just like some players in baseball, they'll be great in Triple A and they make it to the majors, and they they can't put it together. You know, some guys just aren't ready for the limelight. So keep them, in keep NXT if they shine there, and then let NXT rock.
1: Yeah, like even even like the new the new calls that they're about to do. I like I don't know about some of those guys. I don't know how well they're going to do on the on the main roster. And- how the fans will react to them?
0: I think I, I think the only one who's going to be the man is um, EC3. No, really? <laughs> I'm, nope. I'm excited for EC3 on the main roster. You don't think EC3 is going to shine? Nah, nah, the stripper gimmick's not going to work. <laughs> I don't think they're going with a stripper gimmick. I just think Vince is in love with him, so he made that very pause. Bro, I'm gonna be honest.
2: He's like, he's boring. So like I get it, he's good looking, but he's boring.
0: I never thought Kells would say that about a body guy.
2: <laughs> what do you What do you talk about? I talk shit about Bobby Lashley all the fucking time. He's not really. Well, I mean, clap he's them not cheeks, really... clap them
0: <laughs> cheeks, Lashley. Show him the pose. Show him the pose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you you haven't liked Lashley for over a decade, so it's different. I don't think I don't think you were a body guy back then. I've always been a body guy always been a body guy. Now,
2: this was before I was a weightlifter. This is when I used to run a lot, but I was always a body
0: guy. Okay? Me
1: too. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright. Speaking of a body guy.
0: An Arn, an- an Arn Anderson body guy. <laughs> well, Arn-, Arn Anderson was jacked. Talking he was who,
2: jacked. Um, what's it called? It looks like Arn it has an Arn Anderson body. Uh, Rusev. Oh, that's they true. have this they literally.
0: I'm, trying, have the same type
2: I'm of talking
1: about retired Arn Anderson. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So other WWE news: WWE is planning to push Finn Balor into the main event. I Again, finally, after like five, after three years, Vince McMahon finally got it. Well, I think Vince McMahon saw nxt
2: uk and he saw the pop that he got and was like oh shit you know i should pay attention to this guy because that pop he got was insane dude did you guys watch nxt uk
1: i watched i watched the main event i haven't watched the whole event oh okay i just saw the entrance i saw Finn Balor's entrance and the pop he got it It was it it
2: was 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 insane yeah that's a huge pop,
1: but I think it's
2: gonna be good because he was the first WWE Universal Champion, so finally they're gonna
1: give him the respect that he deserves. Yeah, I, I'm glad he's gonna get pushed. Um, I'm a I'm a big fan, Balor fan. I hope they don't rely on like the demon the demon gimmick to in like main events and stuff. Nah, the demon should only come out once in a while. Like he
2: should never use, he should use the demon like maybe once a year because, you know, he shouldn't be, he can't abuse the demon. But the thing is, to be honest, like, the demon thing is, I don't really care for the demon thing, because it's like, oh, it's just battle with paint on. Yeah, like,
1: I, I, just, I just like the the art and stuff, the entrance, it makes it it makes it a little cooler. He, like, crawls up, up the ramp and stuff.
2: Yeah, but it's kind of, it takes a little too long.
1: Yeah, and I think, he, he, <laughs> talked, he talked about it, he said it, it takes, like, four or five hours to get all that body paint on. What? Well, he probably hates that shit. He started that shit. You
2: gotta <laughs> deal with it now.
1: <laughs> Any chance you think that he wins the Rumble? No. No, right? I think
2: Seth wins the Rumble.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm I'm thinking too. But I think Balor probably the wild card. I think he made it to the last four last year. If I remember correctly. And I think Roman threw him over the ropes. Which he got a big a bunch of boos.
2: As he always does.
1: Yeah. Then at, at Philly would probably get a riot if if uh, Roman won that rumble. We would have been we, me and Oz would have been caught in the in the Philly riot.
2: Oh, you guys went. Oh, yeah, you guys did go to that rumble.
1: Yeah, we were at the rumble. We we sat next to Sting in the rafters. Did you? <laughs> Was <We laughs> well, the rumble like this year? We sat next to God from Arizona.
0: Oh, can't afford that one.
1: Nope.
0: <laughs> <laughs> can't can't make, a, can't make a fucking last second trip there. <laughs>
1: No, we cannot. And since we're talking about Royal Rumble winners, let's talk about the WrestleMania main events. Main events. I think the rumored main events right now are Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar, and on the women's side, it is Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte in the triple threat match.
0: What about the um, the fucking the rumor that. Cena was going to get go against fucking Lars Sullivan, and then Lars Sullivan had panic attacks or something, and they <laughs> went that.
1: Well, that, that's not that's not the main event, but it is a rumored matchup. John that is Cena. a WrestleMania match, yeah, right. It's rumored to be yeah, uh, Lars Sullivan versus John Cena. I, I don't, I just don't get what they're going to do with Lars on the main roster. Like
0: We already did have, he have a panic attack or did he we're... see too many minorities and he know how to act? <laughs> Which I didn't one is even... it?
2: I didn't even know that he suffered from like
0: anxiety and shit like that. He probably doesn't, man. He just got whoa, caught up. Whoa, 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 he just whoa, got caught whoa. up with the new day.
2: Let ladies and gentlemen, we are not going to um make any negative comments about mental illness. If he suffers from anxiety, he suffers from anxiety. But I, one third of Los Marcos, who does not represent the entire Marcos, will continue to fat shame for the entirety existence of this podcast. So
0: I'm not yeah. here saying shit about mental illness. I just think this guy's this guy's a fucking racist and fucking something happened.
2: No, he pro, bro. He had an anxiety attack.
1: But yeah, my an thing anxiety is attack, like thinking of all the minorities. That's what he <laughs> had. <laughs> He's gonna have to deal with.
2: <laughs> my thing is what's gonna happen like in WrestleMania? Like you gonna come out and have a fucking like that's how many people? Forty thousand people?
1: Yeah, that it's gonna be in the baseball <laughs> baseball stadium. Oh, so and like then you got to add, you got <laughs> to be floor like, 50, 60, then. yeah, you got to add floor seats.
0: Oh, so that's got to be like yeah, 60, 70 because so probably baseball, the stadiums are 40, yeah, baseball stadiums are about 40, 40 to 50.
1: Yeah. I'm, now that I think about it, it's going to be interesting how they, the stage set up for that, that event. The ramp probably they need to have one at city outfield. field, just
2: throwing it out there. They've had an event at city field. Didn't you go, Oscar? Lee has never had an event at City Field. No, there was oh, a wrestling man. event at City Field where um, yeah. Bret Hart
0: and Ric Flair made an appearance. Yeah, I know. I got, that's where I got the picture with Big Papa Pump. Mr. Steiner? Yes. Steiner, Steiner. I okay. said, I love you, Big Papa, and he was like, he just looked at me funny sounds. <laughs> 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 this is not a true story. I was like, Mr. Steiner, it's a pleasure to meet you.
1: We'll talk about, about Big Papa Pump a little later in the pod. Facts. But this main event, uh, Seth versus Brock, I think it could work. I think they can, like, loop it all the way back to uh, WrestleMania, what, two, three years ago? (sighs) Um,
2: That's how I feel about that main event. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: It'll be a nice little... uh, The WWE production team will will make a nice little five-minute video before the match. They'll take it all the way back to when... Rollins cashing in his money in the bank on Brock.
2: I guess, but, you know, not a, I'm not a fan.
1: What about the triple threat match with the women?
0: I mean, we all knew it was going to happen. We've talked about this subject like a thousand times. So I don't think it's, not that we need to hash upon it anymore. We've, we've talked about this being a triple threat for like probably like the last five weeks. Like, we know what's going to happen. It is what it is.
1: Uh, I want to see how they set it up now because Becky Lynch is getting a title rematch at the Rumble.
2: Probably she's going to Charlotte screws her or something.
1: Has to be something like that because I don't I don't see Ronda dropping her title before Mania.
2: I, I think that Ronda versus Sasha match though is going to be the best match on the card.
1: Yeah, I think that, that's going to steal the show. Who? Ronda versus uh, Sasha Banks. For the title, yeah.
0: I mean, it's been a while. It, it's been a while since Sasha Banks put on a new fucking four or five, four or five Timberland match. I think she's gonna do it. or WrestleMania. yeah, she had a, she had a really, she had a really good match on Raw, but we'll discuss that in a bit. I hope she does the match in Timberland. So well, we
1: can, yeah. We should, we should just be glad she's alive. I think. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, you could talk about the Rock Hells. He pulled the Kells.
0: No, he didn't. <laughs> no, he didn't. That was a fake article. <laughs> That's fake news, bro. Wow. We're talking we're
1: talking you know, about the fake news.
0: So I'm, wow. I'm, Alvaro here is talking about fake articles.
2: As a as a very big rock fan, rock was my favorite wrestler during the 90s. Um, rock over Stone Cold all day, corporate rock all day. You know, do you want some of the rock's pie?
0: Rocky, Rocky Maivia?
2: No, no, no. That gimmick look was like garbage. But I'm. <laughs> Um, Apparently, Daily Star magazine um, stated that in an interview, The Rock um, was making fun of millennials and talking crap, saying that Generation Snowflake, or whatever you want to call them, are actually putting us backwards. Um, The Rock then went on IG and set the record straight and said that he never said anything, that it was fake, and, you know, I would never do that. And that's not me. And, you know, I have a conspiracy theory that this was John Cena who put this out there because he's trying to ruin The Rock's career so he can, um, you know, get whatever he wants out of it and take all his roles. So all you people about there, leave The Rock alone. And on top of that, this was a British magazine. So that British magazine
0: is garbage garbage shout out to England though what the F is that bro who was that
1: (laughs) traffic outside (laughs) (laughs) we used to have a a honking horn as their entrance Uh, diesel
0: diesel yeah
1: diesel there you go that's diesel diesel making guest guest appearance that is Jesus Christ that
0: is big daddy cool bad quads and all (laughs)
1: <laughs> All right, moving on from WWE, we're going to talk about Impact and their debut on the Pursuit channel and Twitch, which is where I watched um, Impact. And if you have Amazon Prime, Twitch is free, and you can watch Impact on Friday nights at 10 o'clock. It was... Um, Kel, did you watch the show? Um, I watched...
2: The Lucha Bros tag match. I did see the, the Steiner part, the Steiner part, and then I watched the, the last match. But I didn't watch everything
1: though. Okay, so you basically watched the most important parts of the show? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah so let's talk, The Lucha Bros beat the Rascals, um, attacking in Impact. It was, I thought it was a good match. The Lucha Bros, as always, delivered. And then I was also impressed by the Rascals, who I hadn't seen before.
2: Yeah, that I don't know. I feel like it's kind of hard to like put on a bad match with Pentagon and Phoenix. Like those guys are some of the best workers in the business, but they've they've been doing an amazing job. So, but it was it was good to see the Rascals do well. They're um like you said they're fairly new, so it was a good match. They they put on a solid match and. To have that as kind of like one, the opening match was pretty good.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's like a good way to anybody that's like flipping through the channels or, I guess, checking out Impact for the first time because they're on Twitch. That's that's like a good match to pull them into the into the product and just keep them watching. Yeah, you see like these two guys with like cool masks.
2: You're like, oh, what's going on here?
1: Yeah, that pen. <laughs> I, I need that pen to mask. I want to get one. They sell it on Amazon though, right? I think so, but they're like, they're like sixty bucks or something. And um, I'm probably, I'm, I think I'm going to Mexico in March, so they're they're like literally like two two dollars down there. So I'll just, right, well, I'll not, just get not. it. I'll just get it when I'm down there.
2: Yeah,
1: you really can't hate on that. Nope, <laughs> cannot. I'm I'm probably gonna go to a to a wrestling show too while I'm down there, just to see a bunch of flippity-floppity floppity gimmicks. It's,
2: hey, it's good stuff. No
1: hitting on the flippity floppy yep um big papa pump was on t n a he had a uh, <laughs> a segment with the the lovely scarlet bordeaux yes, he encouraged yeah. her to be a freak to get her freak on. <laughs> I enjoyed this segment thoroughly. <laughs>
2: I thought it was a bit ridiculous, but it was, like you said, it was fucking hilarious.
1: Yeah, it's a, cl- a classic Steiner, uh, classic Steiner um, appearance gimmick thing.
2: If everybody knows about freaks, it's me!
1: <laughs> and, you know,
2: Scarlett's lap dance was um, very nice, as they say.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's very nice. Um, I, I, I had no idea he was going to be on Impact. Like, I don't read any of the Impact spoilers just because I, I want to give the product a chance. And if I read spoilers, I'll be like, I feel like I'll just be like, ah, I don't want to watch that. And so um, I I just had it on. I walked away and, like, I heard the I heard his siren hit and I was like, no way. Just walked back to the TV real quick and I watched Sky and it'd be great. And you marked out? I definitely <laughs> marked out. I wish, he had, I wish he had that tiger on the chain again, down that ramp.
2: Yeah, because he didn't have the chain on, though.
1: No, nah, he didn't. Came out of, like, regular clothes. He just had his little uh, chain, um, chain do-rag. Yeah,
2: he had the chain do-rag. Mm-hmm. That, that 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 was funny, though, to see him come back. But it was, like, a good callback to, like, when he was the man on Impact. So,
1: yeah. can't hate on that. Oh, that's, some, that's something else that I, I wanted to talk about. Because um, since I watched it on Twitch, what they for commercial breaks on on Twitch, what they do is they play old TNA highlights, and even like sometimes they play like complete matches, and apparently that's how long commercial breaks are on pursuit. There was like a fifteen, like a fifteen minute commercial break. Wait, and, what? Yeah, and during that fifteen minute break. On Twitch, they showed the first ever um, X Division title match. So uh, a match that I had never watched because I, I I got into Impact maybe like five six years after it had started. And um, there was like a bunch of a bunch of dope callbacks. They had a, a Shinsuke, Shinsuke Nakamura made an appearance on Impact once when he was the IWGP champion. Um, they made a callback to one of their first shows with the Briscoes on it. I'm trying to think of what other. It's like a bunch of classic TNA moments, and I think that's like a really dope, dope concept. Like, and then on Pursuit, people were watching regular commercials, according to Twitter.
2: Oh, okay, that makes sense. It's dope.
1: Yeah, I and mean, if they want to get people to like subscribe to the their um their version of the network, I forget what it's called, but I guess they would encourage people to sign up.
2: Yeah, but I think the move to go to Twitch was smart. So it just gives people a reason to just watch stuff. You can go on Twitch and watch wrestling, which is different. So cause it and the thing is too, it was like fairly easy to find. Because when I was in the P4, I just like typed it in, and it came up. So I didn't like it wasn't hard to find or anything like that.
1: Yeah, and then the stream was like really, really good. Like it didn't lag out or anything. At any yeah, point.
2: Yeah, but um, did you what? What did you think of the main event?
1: Um, I thought I thought it was okay the ending was kind of weird but i guess they got to set up feud for their next couple of couple of tapings and then their next pay-per-view eventually
2: yeah I'm, i don't know impact for some reason they they start off strong and then like they um their matches with like the ending of their matches they always like do, i don't know if they're trying to be like gimmicky or they're, i don't like i don't know what they're doing
1: it's just weird yeah so so the main event just to tell the listeners was um killer cross Defeated Johnny Impact in a no DQ match after Moose came in and beat the crap out of Johnny Impact. So it was it was okay. If um, I think if you're gonna give Killer Cross a shot, like we've been saying on this pod, well Oscar has. Um, I don't think this is the match to do it. You should probably just go on YouTube and look up Killer Cross matches. Cause this this wasn't it, but this match definitely shows you like he has like the physique and the build to. To be a like a top contender, like he's believable.
2: And I think one of the other things too that we forgot to mention was um, Melissa Santos. She made a Melissa Santos who's a wrestler who also um, she dates Brian Cage. She made um, a debut on Impact like backstage doing um, media and interviews and stuff. But um, hopefully, eventually they get her in the ring because she could freaking go.
1: Can she? I I never got to that part of uh, Lucha Underground when she was like wrestling.
2: She can wrestle. Oh, yeah? She's, she's, oh, she's, she, can, she can wrestle.
1: That's dope. And I missed the Tessa Blanchard match, which I was mad about. But it was only like a two, two three-minute match, I think.
2: Yeah, it was a quick little
1: match. I'm surprised she dropped her title at homecoming. We didn't talk about that, but...
2: Oh, no, yeah, that they gave it back to her or whatever? This guy. But yeah, Cross is, I'm telling you, he's, he's fine. He's, he looks good. He's, he's going to do well. And then, especially, he's always in duo because he's dating Scarlett, so he's fun.
1: <laughs> yeah, but, um, what's it called? <laughs> he looks like, um, Ed Norton in American History X. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, watching the match, I couldn't get it out of my head. I was like, oh, they're going to give this guy, a either a MAGA gimmick or, like, a PC Maxi gimmick.
2: <laughs> nah, he's got, um,. He's got the the conspiracy the conspiracy
1: gimmick. thing, yeah. But I can I see, like, say WWE W got some Vince. is gonna do it.
2: Yeah, he's he'll be fine. <laughs> I think he'll be fine. But um, they, they, I think Twitch, I think Impact is cool. They got their own lane now. I think the whole pursuit and Twitch stuff, like, they're Gucci. Like, there's gonna be they're they're gonna be around regardless of what happens with AEW and stuff like that
1: yeah I hope they get they get uh, people watching I when I was watching I think the stream peaked at like 9.7 thousand people which I, I don't know how that's probably not good but I don't know what, pers- what they did on Pursuit I would have expected more but it's their first time maybe people didn't know about it <laughs> <laughs> alright let's talk WWE Raw. Do yes. a little summaries about those shows, the important takeaways.
2: Um, what? Hogan came out to open the show.
1: <laughs> Can't
2: believe the marks like actually popped, but I I feel like it was like a pop and then it like waned into booze. <laughs> and they're like, oh wait. <laughs> yeah, they were like, oh my god, this theme is like, wait, he's a racist, and then I was like, Rah. like boo. <laughs> But but what he said, you know, his his speech was very nice. Like Mean Gene and him, like apparently Mean Gene was the one that got Hogan. I mean, that got I mean Hogan was the one that got Mean Gene a job. So, you know, they they were close friends. I can't hate on that. But still, like I don't know why WWE thinks it's acceptable to like constantly push Hulk Hogan out there.
1: It's really yeah, annoying. they're trying to, they're trying to integrate him back into the into the company slowly. They did it at uh, Money in the Sand, and now this. Granted, this is like an okay, an okay reason. Money in the Sand was just they wanted that money, and the prince wanted him there. Yeah, it's kind of I don't know. Like I wasn't, I wasn't a fan of it. Um,
2: but then um, like we got then there was that whole thing with Seth Rollins with the he had the brawl with uh, Bobby Lashley, and then they booked a um Rollins, Cena, and Balor. Versus Ambrose, McIntyre, and Lashley. Rollins, Cena, and Balor won. Um, I don't know why Cena was in the match. But I guess he's maybe practicing because he's going to be in the Royal Rumble. Because he declared. And um, Rollins essentially continues his like gimmick where he is obsessed with ending Dean's reign as champion. Or just causing harm to Dean. Did you watch the match or no? Nah. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was a typical tag team match. You know, everybody got their spots in or whatever. But then it was funny because Ambrose and Rollins fought again, or wrestled again that night, and then Ambrose beat Rollins in a false Count Anywhere match, which was it was pretty good. It was no complaints. But like at this point, it's like they've wrestled so much where you're just like super
1: super bored. But um, and then this, that, that's the one that um Lashley interfered, right? At the yes. end. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: But like, this is why that match um, happened because Rollins had the match with Brawl with Ash at the beginning. And then, you know, they had the match, or whatever. And then Cena, the reason McIntyre was in the match was because um, Cena came out and was talking and letting the fans know that he would be in the Royal Rumble. And then McIntyre came out and cut a promo against Cena. And then Cena cut a promo and like Cena just completely like, buried him. And it kind of seemed like I think they're starting to kind of let. People go off script because it felt like some of the the talent like was kind of like awkward and didn't know what to do or say. So like, did you see any of the like mic segments? Like, did you see the Lesnar segment with Strong Braun Strowman where they just like stared at each other?
1: Nah, I skipped that part. The mic segment that stood out to me was Sasha Banks.
2: Oh, when she said what you called her, uh, Nea Jackson, bitch.
1: Yeah. So it was um, Alexa Bliss's uh, moment of bliss like, talk show segment with Ronda Rousey, and Rousey said that she wanted her next challenger to be Sasha, surprisingly. I wasn't expecting that. And then Nia came out, cried, Sasha came out, and bickered with her, and then basically she's like, why don't don't we square off in the ring, bitch? And it was a Sasha Banks-Nia Jax match, where, uh, we almost lost lost Sasha Banks <laughs> two three times.
2: <laughs> yeah, those 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 spots that like the um the Hurricane Rhino spot that Sasha went for, and then Nia didn't even try to flip or anything.
1: Bro, Sasha Banks landed on her head.
2: Yeah, I know she landed right on her fucking face, and then the other one where she like picked her up on the turnbuckle and just dropped her. Yep. That that wasn't yeah. Poor, I'm surprised, but that the way Nia, but I mean the way Sasha won the match though, was like jumps over the apron and like t- switched it over and turned it into the submission. I always forget the name of that submission, but um, the bank yeah. statement, I think. Is that is that the yeah? It is a bank statement. Right? Yeah, I yeah think but that so. was so that was that was pretty much pretty good. But I think like like for for the second week in a row, I don't think like anything really important happened on Raw. It was like eh, whatever, it wasn't yeah. really anything.
1: I don't know, yeah, this build up to the Rumble has been kinda kinda weak so far. Yeah, it's been super dead actually. Like I'm not
2: like Like, I don't know what are
1: they trying to build, but whatever. We don't really have like a rumble like a rumble favorite besides Rollins. And I feel like that's super obvious. They usually don't give us the Well, they usually do, but I don't want the super obvious winner.
2: Well, they're gonna they're gonna um have to say that they know that there isn't any. Not what you said. They have to like make it known that they're changing because you can't continue to have the same people win the rumble.
1: It Has to be different people, you know. Yeah, that's true. So no, no chance. Orton wins the rumble again. Oh, that'd be terrible. I don't <laughs> want that happening. I think that would just be encouraging people to go watch AEW. Well, yeah, I
2: don't. That was just terrible. I don't want any of that happening <laughs> at all, at
1: all. Um, talk about but, the um, the A show. SmackDown. Uh, Smackdown? Yep. Yeah, SmackDown is the A show. The A show. Um, did you watch anything? Um, I actually watched the whole show. Nice. Because okay. SmackDown is worth it. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth my hour and a half.
2: I did enjoy Daniel Bryan's promo. That was pretty good.
1: The, and that was, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. It was it was pretty good. Yeah, he started in the in the concession stands. It's pretty cool. Like you don't see, you don't really see that anymore. Like they they've been doing like a little like a little bit of old school things recently, and I like it.
2: No, I do like that he's like walking around because it makes the arena actually feel big. Whereas like sometimes when you're watching WWE, like you forget that there's a backstage or there's like other areas. They just show like. Like, when's the last time they, like, did something in another location outside of, like, you know, like, where they do now, like, outside of, like, the bar,
1: right? Um, Last thing I could think of is, like, Bronson Roman, his backstage segments when he was, like, wilding out through Roman Reigns off the loading dock. No, no, I'm talking about in another place that's not the arena. Oh, okay.
2: So, I remember you got, like, JBL in the desert. Then you had, like, um, Stone Cold in the hospital or, like, Stone Cold in the rock when they were, like, outside fighting on that bridge. And uh, Rock Through Stone Cold over the bridge.
1: Yeah, it's, it's been a while. Maybe when Randy <laughs> Orton went to go slap Johnson, the dad in the face. Oh, no.
2: Oh, well, Randy Orton went to like Bray Wyatt's house or whatever. To the, oh, to he, the burned, house.
1: he burned down his shed. Yeah, that was fucking stupid, but. Arsonist Randy Orton. But yeah, it, it was it was a good segment. And then, of course, uh, he squashed our truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah as, he as he should. As he should, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because you know, yeah, yeah, you, you got to give the title some credibility. Then, to me, the match of the night we had Samoa Joe and our guy Andrade yes. Cienalmas they verse Rey Mysterio and Mustafa Ali in a dope tag team match, like match of the night to me.
2: No, that tag match was really good, actually. Not gonna lie.
1: Yeah, if you guys haven't watched that match from last week's SmackDown. I definitely recommend it. It's worth the... They probably got like 15 minutes, 15 to 20 minutes. And it was worth every minute. And um, our guy, Cien Almas, finally got a win. And he pinned Rey Mysterio for the win.
2: Yeah, I think him and Mysterio are wrestling again.
1: And that'd be a good, like, good WrestleMania match. Like, I, I know
2: Alvarez was, like, talking about how he would like to see, like, a hair versus mask match with Almas and Mysterio. That'd be pretty
1: dope. Okay, yeah, just bring on, just make it a whole, all-out Mexican gimmick kind of match.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, it'd be dope. Almost would probably have to lose though. Mm, not necessarily. Oh. We seen Mysterio without the mask, but that's that's like the merch, that's, that sells merch or oh, that mask. What? The Rey Mysterio mask.
2: Yeah, but almost. It, I don't know. It'd be kind of cool. Whichever one.
1: Yeah, like I don't. I feel like. <laughs> I feel like CN wouldn't let his hair go. Or wouldn't want to.
2: Yeah, but we'll see how that goes. Um, what would you think about the, uh, the triple threat match? I think Carmella killed it in that match.
1: Yeah, yo. I, I've said it before. <laughs> like, they took the title off her at, like, the perfect wrong time. Because right when she was proving that she can go in the ring is when she lost the title. Because I remember she had matches against Charlotte, she had matches against Asuka, and those matches she stepped up and had had like a good good performances and then they took the title off of her and then they buried her with the well not buried her, they gave her the dance break gimmick.
2: Yeah, but she still killed it with that gimmick. She's like, I think for her at this point, she's like gimmick proof. It doesn't matter what they do with her. She's gonna get
1: over regardless. Yeah, I think the crowd just likes her.
2: I'm starting to feel like that with her, because she, yeah, she's made everything work. hmm
1: But I I like the match. A couple good spots, and I'm glad uh, Becky Lynch won. Even though, like I said before, I'm I'm curious to see how they're gonna set up the triple threat at the at Mania if that's what they're going for.
2: You never know. She might just like show up on Raw and like beat somebody up, maybe, and then she'll work her way into the match.
1: Or maybe they'll they'll just do what they used to do, where um they always have um like, two or three SmackDown versus Raw matches.
2: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember,
1: like, they had, uh, Angle and Shawn Michaels, um, Orton had that match against Taker. Remember, they used to, they used to do that, but now they kind of want to, like, Survivor Series is, like, the only place that SmackDown and Raw can go head-to-head. Yeah.
2: But, we'll see how that goes, because, you know, but, because
1: they're, they're, they,
2: she's gonna be in the main event, has to be in the main event. And I I feel like they're either going to do maybe a double elimination or, like, somebody screws somebody and then, like, the general managers are just going to be like, no, we're going to make it a triple threat match or whatever. Something like that, you know? Unless Rhonda's the one that, like, purposely puts herself into their business, like, ruins whatever they got going on and says, oh, I want both of you at WrestleMania. Because she could just come out and be like, I'm that badass. I could be both of you and just, like, request them, you know?
1: Yeah, that's true. She already... Like butted into their business at uh, TLC when she mm-hmm. threw both of them off a the ladder. Yeah, oh yeah I, yeah. I guess I guess the the layout is there. She probably yeah they'll probably do something like that at the Rumble. That will
2: make the most sense unless like no because then they're not gonna screw Sasha and have Sasha win. I mean and then screw Ronda. I think Ronda's gonna keep the title, but you know they gotta they'll figure out how to do it. Hopefully they do it very well.
1: I mean, unless they do let Rousey drop the title to Sasha, and then we get Sasha and Bailey at Mania. Nah, I don't want to see that. You don't want to see that? <laughs> what? I don't, I
2: don't. care for Bailey. I think she you was remember, the weakest out of the four horsewomen. The,
1: the match they had in Brooklyn was fire.
2: Oh, of course, but that was all Sasha. Sasha carried that magical one.
1: I still want to see it. I still want to see part two. And Sasha's never defended her title. Well, she, like, yeah, she successfully always gets defended it. Yeah, so, she always gets hurt or never wins. It would be another, like another good mania moment. Assuming she goes over.
2: Assuming she goes over,
1: but yeah. we'll see how that goes. Keep an eye on that. Which is crazy because the women's wrestling again is what we're more excited about.
2: Well, it's gonna main event, so that's gonna be good.
1: Yeah, and then the latest WWE event was WWE NXT UK. Kells, I think you watched the majority of the show. Yep. Yeah, I, I only got a chance to watch the uh, the main event, Pete Dunne and Joey Coffee, Kofi, whatever they call them.
2: Um, nah, this pay per view was fire.
1: Yeah, I, I want to watch. i probably I'll probably watch it tomorrow. It was five matches, bro. Like
2: the like just the way like even the way it started with the UK tag team match. Like you know, Mustache Mountain lost their titles or whatever. I didn't win. Didn't win the titles or whatever, but. Like, the spots they were doing in that match were insane. Like, the, du- like, the double spots and the jumping over the ropes and the way Like, it was, that match was, like, extremely good. Um, and then Balor pretty much wrestled his son. And this <laughs> is, like, the hugest pop of I've ever heard or I've ever seen. Like, the entire arena was, like, doing the Balor pose with the music and you know, Jordan Devlin came off as an asshole and Balor came off as like the vet who came to teach a lesson. But I think it's good, especially like if they pushed, if they turned this into his push and just continue to lift it, it's going to work out. I think it's going to work out. Um, Dave Mastiff, that was like, he was, he was pulling out the stops. That's super athletic for a guy that big. So that, that was fun to watch. But, um, I don't know. I feel like I like all the matches were solid, but for the main event, like yeah, they had the the moment at the end with Walter who came out. But like, I don't think I don't think they should have had Coffee wrestle done because Coffee messed up a couple of times.
1: Okay, I'm not I'm not wildin'. That wasn't like the greatest match ever, right? Nah, I, I think I think Was that pro- I think Coffee. That is that the worst match of the of the event?
2: I think I don't personally for me it's. I don't think I don't think any match was bad
1: like okay. i think
2: at i think at minimum, if you were to do like you know every match got like at least a three out of five mm-hmm. minimum, but for me, like what made that match was the end where Walter walks out right and like and you saw they buried coffee mm-hmm. the minute he got up, then Walter hits him with the boot or whatever, but I don't know like they remember like the both top rope spots they messed it up.
1: Yeah, that was that was bad. So, I don't know what they were trying to do, but they kept trying to set something up on the top rope, in the, on the on the turnbuckle. And first, I think only coffee fell up to the outside of the ring, like hard. Yeah. And then the second time, they both fell to the outside of the ring. After that, they, they just canceled that whole spot.
2: Yeah, they canceled the whole spot. You could tell, like, there was a lot of talking during the match. And, like, Dunn had to do a lot of work. Essentially, to make and to make that match work, but and, and I'll say like yeah, call, like I, I bla I don't want to blame Coffee, but it was like it was obvious that whatever was lacking in that match came from him and not necessarily Dunn, because Dunn's a great wrestler. But I think for me, like outside of like Balor for that night, um, to me the the person who stood out the most was um, Tyler Bate and. Um, Dave Mastiff, like, Tyler Bate is going to be a fucking stud. Like, I hope they don't push him to the main roster and, like, send him to 205 or something. Like, if he would be good on SmackDown or if they just keep him in NXT, I hope that they put the title on him because he's a fucking animal, bro. He's he's small, but he's jacked. And his look and the way he wrestles, it just works.
1: Yeah, he can go. I mean, he had those three matches with uh, Pete Dunne already. Like, they had a trilogy. And those three matches or fire all three of them like i can watch i can watch them wrestle. yeah the stuff that
2: the stuff that he does like yes <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly no he he's good man I, I like him and you know since they're saying that nxt might be or is going to be a global brand maybe he'll be one of those guys that just roams around like the different nxt promotions and yeah. establishes himself i guess like a, as an nxt vet
2: well, I think hopefully, like, if they do decide to make the NXT a global brand, I think what's going to be, what I think they should do is just get rid of all the, um, like, you'll have, like, like you'll have your NXT UK champion, NXT Japan champion, and then you have, like, your NXT champion, or, like, whatever, NXT America, mm-hmm. they should have another title, and that title be, like, the, like, you're the ultra champion,
1: Oh, okay. You know, so like you know what I'm saying? The champion. Undisputed,
2: undisputed yeah. NXT Champion. So like, you could be the NXT UK Champion, but then also be the NXT Undisputed Champion or something
1: like that. That'd, that'd be dope. I mean, they... I, I,
2: they should
1: do that. Yeah, they announced um, for the Rumble, like a... Uh, I forget what, the, what they call the tournament, but it's going to be at the the Royal Rumble Fan Fest, where it's basically a 15-man tournament which is weird cuz i don't know how an odd amount of participants works but it's going to be 15 men five guys from NXT five guys from NXT UK and five from 205 live and i think whoever wins the tournament gets a title shot at their respective champion oh word yeah i don't know if you saw the if you saw that no i
2: didn't see that what you what you said is at WWE.com? or
1: i saw it through their twitter page but i'm um, I'm not sure who the participants are. I know for sure Segreg Alexander is going to be one of the 205 Live guys because he was um he was the picture they used for that tournament, like the tweet. Dope. But um, I'm excited to see that because that's like that's like perfect cross like cross branding, which have is what they need to be. They need to be yeah. doing more of. Mhm. That's why that that Finn Balor look at look at the reaction he got. Like that's that's what they could be doing with all of their brands.
2: It was insane too, because like when the lights went out, it was like everybody already knew. Yeah, I was like, oh, like that pop was insane, bro.
1: Yeah. Some another thing from like every time um, WWE goes to like UK, I it's like uh, for me it's like the perfect cross between between soccer and and uh, wrestling because <laughs> you know how at soccer stadiums they have all those chants and stuff. And the the fans basically just repurposed them to be wrestling chants, and it's so fire, man! Like I remember when uh, they did the regular NXT UK event, and they I remember for the Enzo Mori and, and the Big Cass match. They had like fiery chants and everything. Else. Like I don't know, I just like I just love the the crowds that they have in UK.
2: Yeah, the UK crowd is dope. Like I'm not even gonna lie, babe. this is it's kind of a more I guess like respectful, um, full sale crowd. Like they really just care about wrestling.
1: Yeah, they even they even had a chant at one point, um I I don't know the I don't have the rhythm of the chant, but the chant was basically um, Are you watching Vince McMahon? And was, then,
2: I think it was like, Are you watching the Vince McMahon? I think it was like that or something like that.
1: Yeah, so then at the end of the at at the end of the event, Vince McMahon tweeted out Yes, I was watching, and it was amazing.
2: I don't think it, that was him that said
1: that. <laughs> Probably not, but just to think that the crowd, like, got a response out of Vince McMahon. Whether it was a real response or not, technically they got one. That's, but that's but,
2: but did, you, did you see how, like, um, he was interviewed, the Triple H was interviewed backstage, and, like, the reporter tried to mention it, and he was like, we don't want to talk about that? Oh, <laughs> Nah, I didn't. I didn't see that. Yeah, he was like, "We're not gonna mention him right now." Oh, he wants to... not like in a bad not like in a bad way. It was just like, just don't talk about the boss
1: when he's not around. Maybe he just doesn't want Vince McMahon finding mm. out about NXT. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he doesn't know we have this. Shut the fuck up! You're <laughs> gonna come ruin NXT. But do you? What do you like? What do you feel about Walter? Do you like Walter? I don't. I don't know anything about the guy. The guy's like he looks like a monster. Like he's huge. The crowd popped like crazy. But um I don't I don't really know much about him. I was going on Twitter and people were tweeting basically like if you don't know about Walter, he pretty much just hits people really fucking hard. And like I saw people tweeting that throughout like the my whole timeline was just that. Have you watched him work? Before. Yeah,
2: I've i watched um some of his matches. Um like he's like really good with his chops. That's like what he's known for. And then he has this um other spot where he holds you on the apron and like he like slams his fist into your chest. Mm-hmm. And it's like really hard though the way he hits people. Like it's like super, super hard. Um he's got a couple he's got some really good matches, but you if you just wanna know, just watch his match against Osprey um at Defiant at uh, stacked eighteen. If you watch that, you know, that's everything that you need to know about him. I think that just him coming to the WWE, though, they're obviously like his character is pretty. It's gonna be like dark, but they yeah. I'm more than more than likely with it, I think they're gonna make him probably cut or maybe get bigger because he's he looks strong, but you know he's flabby, so you know they're gonna tell him to work on it.
1: Yeah, he kind of, he kind of reminded me of um, damn, what's that Russian guy's name? They had uh Vladimir Kozlov, I think. Yeah. He was like an ECW before. He kind of had like that kind of build. But I'm sure he's much better than Kozlov.
2: But he reminds me also of like kind of like he gives me like William Regal vibes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can see that.
2: And he's fucking huge though, bro. Mm -hmm. Like he's huge.
1: Yeah, he just towered over Dunn.
2: I think he's like 6'5 or something like that. Pretty tall, but I'm, like I'm like excited. you should see the, you should see the way he picks like the way he picks people up in his matches
1: like nothing yeah, so he's six foot four, yeah and weighs three hundred ten pounds.
2: Jesus Christ <laughs> <laughs> that
1: guy's huge, man.
2: yeah, he hits hard
1: yeah that's, that's all I kept seeing on Twitter. He hits hard. I was like, all right, I guess that that fixed the the strong the British strong style definitely. I'm excited. I'll probably I gotta watch more W um, NXT UK because I don't really watch it right now.
2: Well, they tape everything at once. I think they do like three or four shows in a row, Mm, and then they post it obviously every week. But it's pretty good. It's UK strong style for me. I I prefer it more than Japanese strong style Mm
1: -hmm.
2: because it's more way. It's not. I'm not gonna say it's way more technical, but it has more technicality and more submission wrestling than Japanese strong style.
1: Yeah, it's like it's, it's a it's a good mix for me. I like it. Yeah. Um, what else? Anything else? Nah, I think related? that's. I
2: think that's everything. Oscar, I don't know. He he died on the call apparently. <laughs> so. Yeah. Chased by some deer. Yeah,
1: probably. I wouldn't. Or maybe he's hunting them because he's on his vegan diet. He got hungry. <laughs> nah, it's that celery that he put on the celery in his pocket. That's what the deer were after.
2: I oh, know, it's in the bathroom, whatever.
1: That's what it is.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Get chased by a deer in Missouri or wherever the fuck
1: he is. <laughs> Alright, so this has been another episode of Los Marcos Podcast. Remember to follow the podcast at Los Marcos Pod on Twitter. And don't forget to rate and review the podcast. Give us five times, guys. They help the pod. Please do. All right, we out. Peace.